Welcome to More Than Meets These Guys. This podcast is a journey through Transformers from the beginning of the animated series with two old friends coming at it from different perspectives. Evan is a lifelong fan who is familiar with all aspects of the franchise, while Ed is familiar with Transformers, but it was never something he really enjoyed. Together, we will go episode by episode with the occasional extra to look at how the show holds up or if it is a trap of nostalgia. We'll be looking at all things involved in the episode, whether there were real world factors that crept into the writing or if the episode was just typical afternoon cartoon fodder. Thank you so much for joining us. How's it going, Evan? It's fantastic, man. Just uh, trying to get my uh, thoughts together after this last episode. Good, good. So uh, so last time uh, we spoke about uh, B-grade or B-tier, I guess, toy lines that uh, we were uh, you know, cognizant of <laughs> yeah. when we were kids. Uh, I think that Inhumanoids was the one that we touched on. But um, that got me thinking about, uh, it, mentally I started organizing toy lines from our childhood into tiers and what makes an A-tier toy line, what makes a B-tier, and then, a, a, you know, and then on and on and on. Um, so thinking to myself, uh, the, the criteria that I established for an A tier toy line were 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 three things, and they're not always uh, completely tangible, um, and they don't all have these. But um, number one, it has to be made by a, a, a fairly large company, yeah. usually Kenner, Hasbro, uh, or you know, or you know, one of their subsidiaries, something along those lines. Um, the second thing is a media tie-in. Um, generally, they all had media tie-ins. Um, and, and thirdly, and this is the one that's really hard to really, uh, codify, uh, is, uh, they had to be in the zeitgeist somehow. They had to be, uh, uh, you know, one of those things that's, um, uh, that ev- everyone in your age group was kind of aware of them on some level. Um, mm-hmm. and not everything really, uh, hit all three of those. Cause uh, you know, I would say that Hot Wheels are, uh, are an A tier toy. I definitely agree. But they don't really have a media tie-in, or they, they they do now. But you know, when when we were kids, there was like you know, you'd see like a, a comic book every now and then, or something like that. They but actually had a uh, they had it. a cartoon. Did they have a cartoon? They had a cartoon. Okay. Yeah. Um, hmm. But uh, you know, outside of that, I, I would say that you know, um, you know the, the heavy hitters, you know, like, you know GI Joe. Transformers, Star Wars. Um, I, I, I would probably put He Man in there. All and put Masters of the Universe in there. Um, but those, you know, those all had those things in common that they were. Um, uh, but it, it, you know, it got me thinking about B tier and C tier toy lines, the ones that because they, they weren't always bad. Uh, you know, I, I kind of ragged on Visionaries. I rightly ragged on Visionaries. Um, but uh, you know, it got me thinking about ones that that I liked and ones that I other ones that I didn't like, and, and so, and, and I, I thought about that, and I really I didn't like gimmick uh, toys. I didn't like toys that had a gimmick, um, like uh, like visionaries were like that, where they had the hologram. Everything had the hologram. I thought that was silly. Um, and one that uh, the, the one that really hit me though, and it was one that I it was one that I bought into at one point was uh that was kind of gimmicky was sectars remember sectars they're the uh insectoid uh like guys right right yeah they were okay. all bug uh bug themed and some yeah. of them were like um like it would be like a spider that you put like a but he was like a glove and you put him on so you could crawl you could crawl him around which uh, yeah I, 
I, I can, that's one of those things that I can see where like a toy exec would think of that and be like, well, my kids like spiders and they like crawly things. And so let's make it a crawly thing. And, um, but my friend that I, uh, I remember I got suckered into spending the, my, uh, my money, my birthday money on, mm -hmm. uh, like I do, but they, they were also big and I, I, they were bigger than normal action, like normal action figures. Cause like, they were about the, yeah, they were about the size of Amigo, weren't they? They were, they were a yeah. little, they were a little larger. And, uh, but you know, the, you know, the thing was they all fit on like the like flying bugs or like a beetle or something like that. And, uh, I, um, I really didn't, I, I didn't care for those. I didn't care for the cartoon of the toys. Um, uh, mostly because of gimmick of the, of the gimmick, but um, what was the, what was a B tier that, uh, that that you uh, liked or didn't like? Um, okay, uh, I'll tell you one, um, and I actually didn't mention this to you ahead of time, and uh, so I apologize about that. But it came to me again. One I really liked didn't have a lot of staying power is Wheeled Warriors. Do you remember that, Jason? The I, I do Warriors? remember. I do remember. Yeah, I, I had that. Those were um, kind of on the tail end of me being into toys, and I remember. Um, I remember getting uh, seeing those coming out. I really liked them because they were uh, like modular. You could you know swap the pieces yeah. out. And um, my dad bought me a bunch of uh, like three of the good guy ones, but thought that the bad guys were gross and wouldn't buy them for me because <laughs> they were they were like they were like little brains. That would yeah, sit there, right. <laughs> yeah, remember Masterminds. that? Masterminds. So, yeah. yeah. Um, that was uh, that wasn't honestly the uh, the cartoon was really nicely animated. The toys weren't horrible. But then again, it never really made it, like you said, the zeitgeist. It was kind of on those outer fringes. You know, it had this flash in the pan moment, and then it went on to the next thing. And I, I really, to back up what you're saying about the A tier, I mean, we see a lot of these actually have staying power also. Maybe that's what helps you know, create them to that A tier status. You know, Transformers were going off of 38 years from the, uh, pr the premiere. G.I. Joe has been around forever. I mean, from yeah, the larger I mean, dolls to the smaller figures right. and everything. Uh, Hot Wheels has been a has been a it's like Legos. Those are an A tier. Oh, Those, absolutely, absolutely. So yeah, you have yeah. yeah you have all these things where what makes it an A tier, and you can say, well, we had so many things come out during the uh, during the eighties, and you know, somewhat to the you know, fringes of the nineties that were so good because when regulations went out the window, uh, there was you know it was a lot of uh, options, and people were trying to throw whatever they could at the wall to make it you know, make it stick. Well, they, they can't all be hits. Is the thing? No, you know? that's like, the thing, like, yeah. you know, like every every song on, on an album isn't you know isn't a banger. You want your your back unless it's Rush, but um, uh, but uh, let's not get off on that tangent. Uh, but um, twenty one twelve. Oh, um, <laughs> uh, so yeah. Um, one that I love though, uh, my favorite. Uh, uh, non a tier toy and i would probably put this even lower down i'd probably i'd put these guys at c was uh muscle <laughs> you, remember, you remember those guys you remember, I do. Remember muscle i, I never... had hundreds oh, yeah. hundreds of these things and, and um because I, I was a big wrestling fan as a kid and uh and spoiler i'm a, I'm a big wrestling fan as an adult what? Uh, but um no i would i, I had a, a tackle box that i had um I had them organized into like uh, like ranking. So the champion would be in the upper left. And I would, uh, my friends and I figured out that we could uh, use bread ties, cut up bread ties and use them as championship belts. And um, there was nice. a year for, uh, yeah, for, but for Christmas, um, uh, one year I got a, a remote control car and it was bread tied down to the uh, styrofoam with these huge, like, 
two foot long gold, like actual metallic gold uh, twist ties. So I like, I, I was so excited about those. I was like, I was, I didn't care about the stupid RC car. I was like, I oh, do no, I've got ch gold championship belts for, for days. So, uh, so yeah, muscle, uh, my, my, my number one, uh, oh, man. uh yeah, non a tier toy. And um, you know, there were some things that came out that were really neat ideas way ahead of the time. I would even posit that Captain Power. Do you remember that? I do remember Captain Power. That was Captain, a good one. Yeah. Um, it, uh, the show was, it was kind of trying, it was on the uh, very beginnings of CG. Mm -hmm. And you had, um, I, I want to say you had, um, you had real actors. I, I, don't, I forget the uh, style of um, uh, editing that they take a, uh, a real actor, put it against a, um, against a graphic. Like, like green screen or kind of or, yeah or blue, it, blue blue screen back then something I guess. like that um, yeah. yeah and you could have the thing where you have the um the ships you could almost like the um the laser light gun into the episode and you know kind of play it as interactive they were kind of expensive and they never really took off so that it was one of those bc tier toys that way ahead of its time i think if it had come out later on where you know things were a little easier to well i don't know but then again with the laser light guns i think do they work with LED? They, they, yeah, they, they don't work with modern TV. I didn't think so. You can, you can kind of approximate it, but um, I, I think that things like uh, like like NFC, uh, like near frequency mm -hmm. communication, or um, I yeah. think that's kind of the modern version of that. Like stuff like the uh, uh, like the, the like the Lego Dimensions and um, what, what was the Mar or Disney Infinity? Yeah, uh, all yeah. those kinds of little action figure games that sort of amiibos and all. I think that's kind of the modern version of okay. that. Okay, um, that makes sense uh but, but uh, you, you know modern technology has kind of made a lot of that obsolete too where you can you know you can basically approximate that stuff with vr or um you know like 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 uh my, my son has a thing where uh it's like a nerf like a laser nerf gun like a laser tag almost mm -hmm. but you can uh clamp your phone onto the front of it and it gives you like augmented reality where you can like shoot targets uh like through that or whatever so i mean it, it's yeah cool ideas but i think as you know emerging technology kind of makes that stuff not not quite as viable as it was before but yeah. then again but then again you know every time i go to the arcade uh, i always end up spending 20 bucks playing the uh the sit down uh jurassic park uh game where you get the light guns and you shoot dinosaurs so uh, yeah, that who, is who, who, who a knows? quarter eater i know oh dude oh, but it's fun a qu quarter eater dude what are you talking about a dollar eater what i'm talking about sorry. my credit card i swipe my credit card <laughs> and just watch notifications there are so many uh lines that came out though um let's say, say for instance thundercats was he was a big one for a while stuck around is still kind of holding on but out of that whole um that whole thing we have kind of the periphery toy lines that came out like silverhawks once again neat idea never really took off but that was i, I put it by the same company as thundercats yeah right so um, i mean it was like the larger figures i don't know they didn't really appeal to me but then again obviously i like robots i don't like action figures as much see uh, that was a case where I liked the show a lot, and uh, I thought the toy line was uh, was real, real cheap. I felt kind of cheap. Um, yeah, and it had that scale thing where you know if you got the ship, they, the guys didn't fit in. I don't think they fit in the ship. And uh, I'm gonna go back to that every episode. By the way, I'm just gonna. Oh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm gonna sure. I, I'm gonna die mad about that toy action figure scale. So yeah, <laughs> so uh, I know this. I've been, how long have I known it? How long have you been saying this? I, people I, get yeah. people get ready. People get ready. I'm still mad about the millennium. <laughs> The Millennium Falcon. I'm so mad that He Man can't walk through the Castle Grayskull, uh, the Jaw Bridge on Castle Grayskull. But, uh, you, you, yeah. you know, you know, you know what Toyland had great scale though. What's that? It had a really good scale. Uh, Starcom. You remember, remember those things? I remember them vaguely. I never really got into them. 
only rich kids had them. I never had okay. any of them. That's probably friend, why I didn't my, have them. Okay. My, my friend had them and, uh, <laughs> and they had like magnets in them, but they, uh, everything was, uh, was amazingly realistic and, uh, and cool. They yeah. were a very good line. And of course, uh, like, Oh, I'm going to collect those cause I'm an adult and I have a, a job and, uh, no, you're not because they're worth a gazillion dollars and, and every yeah. kid tore them up. And, um, uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's actually pretty relatable. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, there's, there's so many toilets that came out. We can go on for an hour or two, just talking about different toilets. I mean, some of those never really died off. They kind of come back every so often, like air raiders. Remember those things? They, they twirl like uh tops in the air. Oh yeah. You yeah. spin, you pull the uh, string. Yeah, spin. Yeah, I remember those. Yeah. And uh, I mean, they different kind of incarnations, like where there's, I think there had fairies were the kind of the same concept. I can't remember what they're called. Some girls yeah. Toys. Right. Right. And I think that's a, that's a toy gimmick that gets kind of recycled mm-hmm. into other toy it lines. Is. A lot of times, like you can, I think my daughter had like a, like a Barbie one or something like that. Like they did the same thing. It was like a, yeah, like a fairy thing or something. But, I got to yeah. tell you as a, uh, as a kind of post note to all what you're saying about sectars. And also I, I kind of remember, reminded me of another toy line called, um, Oh God, Centurions. Do you remember those? Centurion, yeah, Centurions were actually the that was the last toy line that I bought into as a kid. Um, Power of, Extreme, um, man. Uh, those they, they were pretty cool. They were just they were just giant though. They, those things were like ten inch or twelve inch figures, I think. Well, or yeah. ten inch figures or something. They were. I remember being big. Um, but uh, yeah, a cool idea. Um, and it was one of those things that I, I don't know. I, I felt like the the media tie in was uh, wasn't good. It was the the inverse of. Uh, Silverhawks, where the the toys were pretty cool and fun to play with, but the the, the cartoon was uh, yeah was like eh, so I don't know. But then you have a yeah exactly. So you have things like that that really just never never took off. But you have sectars and um, and um, centurions that are being done by third party uh, companies that are kind of redoing them and making them better action figures. Oh yeah. So yeah, third party um, toy producers are really making a difference. You know. I guess in the small scale, they're never going to be like wide released, but to be honest, third-party companies really brought a lot of the uh, more modern transformers figures to be much better. The uh, third-party manufacturers are making great figures. And so uh, Hasbro looked at that and said, you know, we got to kind of keep up because we can't be keep making cheaper hollow junky toys because people are spending like double the amount on something that's better. Because once again, oh, nice. you know, third party, they can't produce a lot. So you don't get that mass uh, production, um, you know, uh, I like guess a price, point, a price yeah. point. Right, right. So, so you, you make you sell for about you know, double what the other figure would be, but you have a much better quality figure. So Hasbro has jumped on that. And I think, um, honestly, the black line from Star Wars and G.I. Joe is doing a really uh, nice realistic toy line now of the G.I. Joe figures that are a lot taller, like the black line figures from uh, Star Wars. So things, the bigger toy companies are uh, realizing and kind of getting back on track and they're, you know, realize what they need to do. They're kind of appealing more towards uh, collectors, which, you know, I like I, that. I, I think that's a lot of the toy market these days, honestly, is, is more the collectors than like kids. That, I don't, I don't feel like kids really play with mini toys outside of, you know, like electronics and Legos and Nerf guns these days. But um, yeah, once you get a tablet, they're done toys. Yeah. Right. But, which is um, kind of disappointing. But, but you know what? I'll tell you. I'll tell you what a really good uh, gimmick for uh, for a toy line is is a, a robot that turns into a car or a jet fighter or a radio. Um, that is a great gimmick and uh, holds up, man. <laughs> thankfully, uh, there's a really cool uh, cartoon about that. <laughs> <laughs> let's get to <laughs> it. I watched this week, so uh, let's get to uh, it. Part so. three, the final installment of 
more than meets the eye. So it was a three-parter and not it a was a three-parter. There, okay. Then the reason I got a little confused on this because, anyways, I digress. Uh, so yeah, we come back to Optimus Prime is still rolling down the mountainside. He's still, still a victim still. of gravity. Before that, though, however, uh, there yes. is something I wanted to touch on before that. Um, oh, yeah, go ahead. It, it, uh, there's a thing that I caught in the intro that I thought was really cool was um, during the you know the whole uh, the, the theme song and all this. There's a uh, there's a clip of uh, some like an, an Autobot and a Decepticon fighting, and I, I I don't know who the Decepticon is, but he throws. I think it's Jazz. He's fighting, and mm-hmm. he, th- he he picks Jazz up and he throws him in like robot form, and uh, in midair he transforms into uh, into the car, and then he so he screeches around, and then he like zooms back towards him and, and like kind of does like a like a jump and transforms in midair and punches him in midair. And I, I thought about that, and, and it's almost like a robot, like a, like a Transformers, like martial art almost. And mm-hmm. I, I thought that was really cool, um, like that whole concept of uh, of them having like a you know a, a, a martial art that ties in with their their physiology. I thought was really neat. Like uh, like I, I don't know how I don't know if that's going to come up anymore or not, but I, I thought it was. I, I just thought that was a <laughs> I, I thought that was a pretty cool thing. So yeah, uh, we can go, we can go down that rabbit hole. There's there's so much more with that, not involving the uh, TV show, but. Another time, another time. Okay, so, yeah. Anyways, uh, <laughs> it's it's kind of ridiculous. So yeah, going back. Well, I will also caveat that by saying at the end of this episode, or actually end of all the episodes in season one, at least, you'll see a lot of scenes from this episode as like the closing credits. So if you look at the uh, scenes in this episode, you look at the closing credits of season one. Mm-hmm. You see a lot of the clips from this episode, just because it kind of showcases everyone transforming and flying off or driving off or whatever else. There, there was a lot. There was a lot of uh, yeah. to- of toy ad, uh, which is which is cool. Um, oh yeah, completely cool. Yeah. Um, so, so we go into it. Like I said, Optimus is flying down the mountain, rolling at top speed. Center of gravity has him in its clutches, and uh, as he stops, now the half the main cast of uh, the Autobots flies in once again. Mm-hmm. And Jazz asking if it's okay. Prowl says it looks bad. Ratch says to get him on the on his wheels, roller, and and. Okay, it's another weird thing. Roller is just R two D two, man. You yeah, he is. It comes out that, that they just spliced in R two D two from, they did. That's uh, from all they Star did. Wars. But uh, yeah, he. Um, I will say that in this, at least this uh, miniseries, he is gray. The original figure, the that you know, how he originally came was all in gray. Later on, he got changed to dark blue. So, kind of curious if it uh, plays in that later if it changes colors. So yeah, uh, he rolls in, you know, backs up. He's like, oh, he's he's tough. He's good. He's fine. And uh, so they're like, and oh, you yeah. Know, yeah, you know, Ratchet, Ratchet is the medic here. He doesn't even help yeah. him. He doesn't do anything. He, he does nothing. No, um, they roll, they roll prime over and Roll goes in the trailer. He's fine. And uh, they're, you know, prime tries to transform. He kind of does a whole shifting for a while. Looks like he's in pain. He finally makes it. And he's like, looks like he's good to not a scratch on him. Right, uh, but but they did uh, one of the one of the things that that I did when I was a kid, love mm-hmm. and still to this day love about Transformers is the uh, the transforming sound. I don't know if there's a the fandom has a name for that. Um, nope, it's super cool, and he does yeah. it about 150 times in a row here. It's like a it's like there's like yeah. a remix of it, and uh, he just he's he's doing it slow and fast, slow, down. And slow and yeah. fast. Yeah, and uh, that was super cool. Um, uh, when I was a kid, I remember my friend uh, told my, my acquaintance down the street that. It, yeah, that, yeah, kid, you don't really like. Yeah, um, yeah, we all. Have now it. he was like, "What is the, the sound? Is their joints like, scraping against each other?" And um, you know, yeah. probably not. Maybe, a bad maybe, way maybe, maybe, it. maybe it is. I don't know. 
Sure. Um, sure. Maybe it's the yeah. Gears tournament, man. I don't know. So yeah, they all help them up, and then they oh, they're they're saying like, hey, Prime's okay. What about Bubble being spark plug? You know that the the squishy humans inside this rock slide or this explosion. So they could dig him out and miraculously. They're in this little cubby underneath all the rocks, just fine. So yeah, man, and Optimus Prime just barks out orders at this point. He is just oh, yeah. like he's dude. He's had it. Start digging. He is <laughs> just boss these guys around. He has a really cool pose where his uh, his hand is like uh, like outstretched and he's where he's telling them what to do. And mm-hmm. it, it's almost like he's like a statue of like a like a fascist dictator or whatever. Is, is <laughs> I know it's exactly. Like, what you're uh, talking yeah, about. you know, God, yeah. Start, start digging, and, and these guys, Arm out. yeah, kind of right, shattered. Yeah. yeah, 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 and uh, everybody else kowtowing to him and uh, dynamic doing, poses, doing man. His, you know, yeah, man, dig him out. And uh, somebody exclaims, they use uh, as an exclamation, leaking lubricant. I mean, leaking I imagine lubricant. they always are. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, I know. Yeah, I, 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 I guess it's multi-used. <laughs> I don't know. Um. Anyways, yeah, Optimus goes. The Decepticons are finished, and he's all. They all cheer, and then the mountain explodes at the top. Who do we find in there? Oh, there they are. Yeah, it's and they're all in this ma- nice open cavern. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> Megatron's like, I am in. We're in, or no, I'm invincible. Basically announcing his uh, mission accomplished right then. He's boasting a whole lot there. Uh, but yeah. however, uh, did you notice off of the side of uh, Megatron there? My main man, there he is. There's yeah. Soundwave there. He's, he's, he's holding, there. He's holding uh, like a stack of Energon cubes, but at this point, they're like flattened out. So it looks like he's holding a stack of pizza boxes made out of Energon. <laughs> he's got like, like, it, like he's like got like Energon pizzas, like waiting for somebody to pay the bill. Like he's yeah. Uh, it kind of looks like uh, pulled the towels he's, like he's been dumped to the laundry. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. like, uh, like, hey, man, I don't know what's going on, but I got to get paid for it because it's, it's, it hasn't been 30 minutes. Um, yeah, he's definitely, uh, Soundwave's definitely avoiding oh. the noise to keep it topical. <laughs> so actually, let me back that up a little bit. So they're they're all saying like the Decepticons are finished. They uh, they will continue to search for resources. They can leave and Mirage goes, so we can go back to Cybertron. He's all excited. He goes, apparently he hates it there. And he's like, yeah, soon Mirage, very soon, which will play into it later. So yeah, anyways, mountain explodes, the Decepticons take off. They're pretty freaking happy, and uh, I guess those endorphins are going strong, man. They survive the explosion. They get out of there, and once again, we have flying Autobots. Ironhide takes uh, Ironhide. off. Ironhide takes off. He flies. Yeah, and uh, the and, whole um... thing, like every so often, he'll be flying, and you see this the missile launcher come out of his back, disappears, mm-hmm. comes out of his back, disappears. Blue Streak keeps uh, keeps up with them. I know you're you're really sore about the fact that the Blue Streak is not blue, bro. I, I, I'm telling. I know. You, I'm telling you to Original. this day that I saw. I swear to God, I saw the blue Blue Streak. When you I was did. A kid. You know what? You did on the top of the box. No, I saw the I saw the, the figure. Did. I swear to God, I saw the figure. Did. I know you've been calling me a liar for twenty years. No, you're it, it's, it it's Mandela effect stuff, man. We all thought the same thing. Maybe maybe and it was. It no, is Mandela know, man. effect. I don't know. Man. The, uh, I swear to God, I swear to Christ, <laughs> I saw it, and uh, yeah. and I remember, I remember digging through a stack of Transformers when I was a kid. My dad, I, my dad was gonna buy it for me, and uh, did, uh, but yeah, the top of the there. box had it like that, and it's like a blue, uh, the blue dots and with the silver hood, yeah, a, and yeah. Uh, yeah, it was on top of the box. So inside the box was all silver, and then um, you know, we go back to he, it, they named him after that because apparently he talks a lot. He talks a blue streak. I talk a lot, but you don't call me Blue Streak. No, I'm also not. I'm also not blue. 
No. Uh, is, <laughs> you're not even silver, man. I'm not even, I'm not even silver. Disappointment all around. Um. <laughs> so, yeah, they fly after him. And uh, like I said, that missile launcher goes, disappears, goes, disappears. And then they're, uh, they're right up behind Skywarp. He, missile launcher comes out once again. It's there. He actually does a whole motion coming out, shoots Telfin off. And Skywarp's like, can I go shoot them? He's like, yeah, go ahead. He uses his power. He warps tele- behind them. He teleports. He tele- I, yeah. didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know he could do that. That's really yeah, that's, cool. That's his, yeah, this whole, they, all the jets had their st- certain thing they could do. So Skyward ends up behind them, shoots um, I mean, shoots Ironhide in the back. Actually, no, there's a few different... Apparently, he has dumb fire missiles. He's shooting missiles past them, left and right. Mm-hmm. Right. And they're just like moving up and down. So it's in the cell. Let's move yeah. up. Move down. Oh. So, um, but that got me thinking too. Is that because yeah. uh, Skywarp was kind of like he was teleporting kind of all over the, uh, like like all over the place there. He was he, he didn't just teleport and then fight. He he would he was kind of zapping in and out. Yeah, it was almost like Nightcrawler from yeah. the X Men, which, yeah, which I'm, I'm I'm a big fan of. But that that also tied into the when I was uh, I had um, robot martial arts on the brain, and uh, that tied into that where it was like he used that as like a fighting technique. And I thought that was pretty cool. I thought yeah. that was, uh, it was kind of a neat thing that, you know, like he's got these abilities and he uses them to, you know, at, to, you know, to fight, um, which uh, I, I uh, know. I mean, it's, you know, it's one of those things. Like if I had like a, I don't know, um, like a third arm, I'd, you know, I'd come up with some cool ways to use that. You know I mean? Yeah. Honestly, there's a, there's a lot of that, like um, showing off their powers in this first three parter. And, uh, you know, speaking of that, Ironhide goes down, Goes in the water. Blue streaks goes out. Blue streak goes after him, and they're trying to get rescued. And I got to tell you, man, the MVP of the Autobots is Jazz's grappling Jazz? hook. Yeah, he yeah, yeah. throws a grappling hook. Makes Scatman gets him every time. Dude, yeah, Scatman. Yeah, Scatman is kind of the man here. I'm, uh, I, I got to say, I've, I've become a fan. I'm, I'm coming around. Um, how, I will say that I'm not a fan of the rest of the Autobots who are standing around doing nothing. No, of course not. They're standing around. These guys are these guys are just like, well, I don't know what to do. He fell in the water. Yeah, Blue Jazz Streaks, gets... Blue Streaks in the water, he's helping him out. Why can't somebody else go in there? Like Jazz, uh, like, Jazz goes, it... guys, I got this. Just stand back. Don't don't help me. I got this. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Jazz, yeah, cool guy. Cool guy yeah. all around. I like MVP, him. man. Yeah, man. Um yeah. Um yeah, and Ironhide's real beat up and real hurt at this point. And uh and, oh Lincoln. my god, here come his linkage is broken. And oh my god, here comes uh, okay, here comes Ratchet. He's gonna actually help somebody this time. Yeah. But but what happens? He turns into the ambulance. Throw him in the back. And Ironhide, who is turns into the exact same van, can fit in the back of the other van. Are like you, my, uh... my head my head is exploding. <laughs> From the scale, I'm um, oh yeah. As, oh, my it is the, oh, is the is the scale getting to you, man? Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, but I mean, is, is that is that so? Is that how ratchet works though? Like you have to you have to like get in the back of the thing and he scans you or whatever. Or he just can't. He didn't have just like a like a toolkit or like um, kind of like look a, at a, he's a, he's a field medic. Okay. And uh, you know, he, I, I guess you can look at it this way. He uh, he has a back of base. You can put him on a table out there in the field. Throws him in the back, in the back and shriek down, or he'll get bigger. I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, I don't know, yeah, I don't know, man. It was whatever the situation calls for. Whatever it is, whatever it is. Yeah, um, Ironhide's okay though, and yeah, he wants to, t- he wants to start telling war stories because he goes and he tries to go into this thing about back on Cybertron. And uh, man, Optimus Prime, who you think is the coolest guy? No, no, he, he didn't have time for this. He didn't have time for. He's any pissed of this trash. off a lot this episode. He's mad. Oh. <laughs> God, I'm He's probably dope. mad. So shuts him down. There's no tell of war stories right now, man. We gotta go yep. fight Subcons. Uh, 
so yeah, yeah. Um, we we go back to Spike writing in his journal while Hound taunts Ravage in the cage nearby. They were so mean to him. They were really they were mean to him. So... They were having a great time with him. Man, they were so mean. They were, he, God, they were even so mean. Makes a, he was like, hey, here's your buddy Megatron. Does a life-size hologram. He makes a hologram. And they, they, and they say hologram 75 more times uh, after <laughs> yeah. this. It's, um, it's an important, uh, I guess, uh, point. Oop. I, I yeah, well, um, so anyways, yeah, they taunt some and Mirage talks about making him a four car. Yeah, Mirage looks at this as Megatron's <laughs> like, hey, can you make me a big house and a four car garage when we get back to Cybertron? Like, yeah, 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 man. Like, and Hal goes, that gives me a great idea. So why, do need, why does he need a four car garage? Isn't that just his house? So he's, he's a car. He's a car. Places? I don't know. He's a, he's a car. He's not going to drive another car. Is it, slave, is it slave quarters? Like, I I, I'm getting I a real know. bad. I'm getting a bad vibe from these Autobots, man. I'm just saying, like Optimus Prime doesn't want to hear his friends' war stories. These guys are just—they're taunting an animal. I mean, Ravage is—I mean, all right, yeah, he, he's a bad guy. Tate, he's a bad—he's an evil cassette. He's also—he's also a. Is he really that bad of a guy? He's also a cat, though, and you can't not like a cat. Yeah, well, I'll give you, know you that. Saying? I mean, like—I mean, if you turned into a puppy, would you? I mean. I mean, I'd feel, I'd be even angry. What kind of puppy though? Right now, what kind of puppy? I don't know, man. Anyone that has a short nose, you might want to like boop. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I'm a Malamute, a Shiba Inu. Uh, there you go, any, there you go. Any, any, so yeah, they uh, they go and they they form a plan to let Ravage escape. They leak. You're like, hey, let's not let them know about this rocket base nearby make fake news <laughs> yeah. they gave him fake so, news hey we're gonna drop this key nearby too here you go <laughs> and they uh they they go and do their thing and miraculously ravage escapes and they uh, he runs off and they are all you know like oh no let's get him mirage and hound both mm. so yeah mirage and hound both you know chase after him he takes off optimus prime comes out ah oh, good just coming together. I, I did like seeing uh, Ravage use this little uh, like panther paw to use the to oh, yeah. turn the key to open the open the, the cage. It was pretty cool. Um, uh, I, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of Ravage. I got to say, I, uh, he's. I think he may be my my number two Decepticon right now. Yeah. Well, you know, honestly, he goes with your number one pretty pretty tight. So, yeah. Back at base, something we don't normally. Well, you only hear him talk one other time. So. Ravage speaks, and uh, I don't know who does his voice, man. He does, he speaks for like a few lines, and Megatron's like, "Ah, thank you, Ravage. You've you've done me a great service." Telling him but where he, the rocket base is, but, but he's only he doesn't talk the talk. He just he's like the tape, right? And it's yeah, like, he talks because it's, like, it's like yeah, it's like cassette playback. Kind of, like, yeah. He's, he's, he's not like, like he's not like talking like with a panther, but a robot panther. No, he's talking. Right? Yeah, yeah he's, okay. he's talking as a cassette, you know, playback kind of thing. Yeah, like hey, by the way, they let you know, Megatron. So he's like, ah, you've done me a great service. And so they, uh, they're they talking about the rocket base. They form this plan. And what happens right then? Oh, well, before before that, though, like Starscream again, again. plotting, tries this, to kill, but tries to assassinate Megatron. And who yeah. saves who saves Megatron? Soundwave. Soundwave. Of course. He Sound warns wave, him. He, yeah. he has like Megatron. And- yep. So yeah, in Egyptian, case Egyptian you, lover voice comes out, and uh, <laughs> yep. so in case you hadn't realized it yet, 
Starscream is a treacherous lieutenant. Just in case you hadn't picked up the first, you know, two episodes. He's bad at it. it. <laughs> he's really bad at he's it. Real, he's terrible at it. He's, he's awful. I mean, he it's it, it's a caring thing. Obviously, that is his whole personality. He's really good, but then he also he wants to be in control. So there you go. And then we we really go to the attack at the rocket base at Sunrise. Hound goes out there and just goes, Broop, okay, rocket base. Make, yep, makes it a, a hologram rocket base. A hologram. And hologram. And uh, man, this Autobot's hanging out in lab coats, walking <laughs> around in lab coats. Now they're in disguise. They, they don't want to turn into vehicles <laughs> to be in disguise. They want to put on a lab. How do they get giant lab coats anyway? Because like... I don't know. Maybe maybe Sparkplug also sews, man. He does everything else. Yeah. You're, yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe he does. These have to be like huge lab coats. Yeah. Like, think about think about how big those things have to be. And uh, yeah, they're they're just like walking around like like workers, like uh, like and and so what happens next is like Megatron sends some like decoy like junk like uh, <laughs> they, they look really great too. You're like they, they oh, did, they that's did. another and fight, they, right? And then, and then like springs are popping out and all this stuff. And uh, yeah. Optimus, Optimus Prime is so indignant here, man. He just stopped fighting. Like you guys, he's so mad that these that are fighting these these like non Decepticon like like junk robots. So yeah, we uh yeah, all the Decepticons are basically going to springs and junk, and you know it's a big ruse. Megatron throws his fists up in the air. He's like, ha, we fooled you. We saw through your plan. My Decepticons are right now attacking the real rocket base. It was a double, double cross. Oh. Double cross, the double cross. Felt that. Man. I got to ask. Okay. So a cape is generally denoting. Oh. Okay. Go, go ahead. No, because I, I had, I, I was going to bring up the exact same thing because they're, around, at, around, they're at Cape Carlson. Yeah. Around a body a, a of water, cape, isn't it? A, a cape. No, yeah. a cape is is like a smaller version of a peninsula. Basically, it's a yeah. little, it's a little bit of land that juts out into a uh, into the water. Um, it's generally narrower and, and shorter than a peninsula, and uh, they're in the desert. There's not a drop of water anywhere around here. This is uh, I'm I'm done. I'm done. See, see, you next week. see you next week, guys. I'm done. <laughs> Sick of this trash. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so they're over there going, uh, "Hey, Cape Carlson, to unidentified craft. You know, so what? You know, what are you basically identify yourselves?" And they're not answering. So you know, the F-15s transform and start taking over the base. There's tons of them too. There's like uh, like ten of these guys, like yeah. ten F-15s coming in transforming. And, yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah, you'll you notice <laughs> the number of jets kind of uh, expand sometimes when it, I guess, needs to. I guess so, he looks uh, cool on the screen. Yeah. There, oh so. yeah, it looks, yeah, looks fun, really imposing. Fun. So yeah, um, that whole, all happens. They take over the base. They shoot down any artillery they're trying to use against them. Oh, they took them right over too, man. It was oh, yeah. no, it was no resistance. It was just. I bet. I bet one transformer could have. Could have I bet one Decepticon could have taken this whole thing. Oh yeah, I mean, they pretty much did. So yeah, so, yeah apparently that uh, that they are really efficient in building bases and ships because the next scene there's already already an elevator to take them up to the space cruiser i was gonna ask where did that because they didn't land the, no. their their ship got blown up in episode yeah, one I, right and so was like, but they had like a replica of that ship oh yeah they were they were like really efficient having another ship i mean that thing got built in like record speed apparently like, uh like, they I, I don't it must have been those extra jets probably <laughs> the ones that showed up <laughs> in this episode 
Yeah, maybe maybe they, it was like the, the Great Wall of China where they died and they built them into the uh, into the ship. There you go. <laughs> so yeah, man, they uh, they at miraculous speed built a uh, giant elevator, like a freight elevator, started siphoning off the rocket fuel. Remember that from last episode where yeah, it was yeah, also they, a great. They figured out how to energy. turn that into energon, right? Yeah, um, so they're taking up energon cubes, they're loading the thing up. Oh, what happens though? Quick fashion, the Autobots are lining up, about to launch a desperate counteroffensive. As I wrote down. Oh man, they uh, yeah, they, they did a full uh, blown toy ad where they all transformed too. It was like a Lined repeat of, uh, of episode one where they were just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the 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 sound, the 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 joints moving sound. And oh yeah, every, everybody, everybody changing. Matter of fact, that might have been the same animation from episode. One it might have been. It was definitely it the same lines from jazz. Like, all about start your engines. They did. He did say start. He did yes. say it again, didn't he? Yep. Um, so yeah, they uh, they line up in a line for some reason. They're gonna, I guess, race to the uh, Septagon base. Uh, so they all you know go off, and apparently we've seen the last of their flying. So they're about uh, Septagons are all about ready to go from uh, what looks like from a hollow mountain. They hollow down a mountain apparently to put their ship in there. Uh, so the Autobots show up. They encircle the base, and Megatron commands them all to board the space cruiser so they can return and conquer the Autobots. But you know what happens? The Autobots transform and start shooting. So instead yep. of flying off, they go out and they start fighting with them. Yep. And uh, the first thing that happens here is uh, go back to the scale again. <laughs> Megatron transforms into a gun, and Skywarp, who's Skywarp's done more in this episode than like than. than than any, almost anybody else he's the he's the decepticon mvp here well maybe maybe yeah and so he's now he's like a he's a scaled for an f-15 transformed into a robot to use mm-hmm. as a hand as a handgun yeah man walter, is, p38. Um, walter p38 uh man uh, the uh, man from uncle version with really? a huge yeah oh yeah that was uh oh, that's, why, that's why i had the, the stock and the, the snow yeah the, the uh, uh was, a, was, a, was a gun robo i think it was the uh anyways yeah they uh they had the the original Gun Robo uh, version was uh, had uh, Uncle, uh, you, you know, U period, N period, C period, all on the box. Really? And, yeah. No so, uh, so yeah, they uh, he pulls and starts shooting. What does Optimus Prime do? He, for once in the entire series, transforms his trailer, pulls out the gun emplacement, and fires Megatron. Shoots back. They he knocks off Megatron's cannon. The trailer blows blows up. It's blows gone up. up. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, Rumble and Hound have a vendetta here. Apparently, yeah. they, 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 they they square off, and uh, Rumble's choking him. I don't know what. He, <laughs> I don't. Why is he? Why is he choking? Him? And they are talking trash to each other. Like ah, there's only a- had a. Yeah, there's a lot. To- <laughs> there's these little puffs of dust that keep going up around them right. having this uh, conversation. He he um yeah he pulls uh, uh Rumble throws him against the rock wall and so starts punch him in the chest like. Bam, bam, bam. Cut back to um, Optimus Prime versus Megatron. And uh, yeah. where, where is the axe and the flail? I want this back. You don't get it. I'm sorry. Does it, does it ever come back? I don't think so, no. Oh, my God. Not, wow. in, this, uh, awesome. not in the original series, no. It was just like a one-off, man. Let's skip to the episodes that have the, the flail and the axe. <laughs> and, and then... <laughs> a long way to go. <laughs> all right, all right. There, there's this whole like you know back and forth, and Megatron <laughs> commands them get back on the cruiser. And they're taking off before and, they uh, take off. Before they take off, though, um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Spark Plug was a Spark Plug. Um, Spike, sorry, yeah. throws a, a rock at, at Megatron or at uh, Starscream, knocks, and knocks one of his cannons off his arm. This Man, is that was like a sweet a, shot. That was a net twenty. The thing is integrated into him. It's part of him. It's like, yeah, I mean, like if you throw a rock at a car and you knock one of the wheels off, like, uh, like, uh, like uh, hell, God, and he Lord. broke that like, peg off his arm just perfect. 
man. God. I, I mean, I know that, yeah, I know that the toy, like that, that peg would never slot in correctly and never stay connected. But uh, yeah, I come always... on, come on, come on, man. Throw a rock at it. And then awesome. Hal rolls over the gun and breaks it. He does. He does. <laughs> he sure did. He sure did. That was great. Oh, yeah. man. Oh, but yeah, after God. that, you know, Megatron's like, get the cruiser, we're leaving. So they all take off, get the cruiser, and they they just they jet out of there. Who's piloting? <sighs> Who's piloting? The Tell Swiss Ar- the Swiss Army knife of the Decepticons. Soundwave is the pilot. He's also yeah. a pilot. He's a communications guy. He's a Man, master of disguise. All. He he can do it all. Soundwave yeah. can do it all. He <laughs> can do it all. He's the he's the best. I, I um I've decided that he's he's the, my favorite transformer. Mm-hmm. Officially, at this point, my favorite Transformer. I have to own a toy of this thing. He's going on my desk as soon as I can uh, I can track one down. Uh, anyways, so what happens now? We suddenly come to the realization that all the Autobots have stopped being able to fly. So Prime goes, he's, 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 <laughs> once again, he's pissed off. Sideswipe, give Man. me your jet pack or your rocket pack is what he calls you it. He gives a rocket like, pack. Yeah, you're right. Rocket, rocket and, pack? Yeah. Oh, okay. He gives it to him and he, he says, I'm, I'm out of here. He flies off after the Decepticon ship. They're and all leaving. He's shouting, Megatron! <laughs> like, it was a third of the episode was, was him shouting Megatron, drawn out into 7,500 uh, syllables here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, he had, yeah, yeah. Now, nobody can fly except for Sideswipe, who, who happens to. He's a to rocket just, pack. He's got a rocket pack. Um, yeah. And he just, he, he just snatches away from him. Like, like why, why couldn't he just say, Sideswipe, once you fly, once you fly up there? And, Take care of business. Nah, gonna be the uh, one man army. He gotta uh, do it. He, gotta do it himself. And uh, he's bad at flying now too, man. He, yeah, uh, uh, I love it. They're on the ship. You know, Megatron's talking about. They're gonna go back to Cybertron. They're they're gonna do this. They're gonna do that. And uh, what happens during this whole thing? Starscream. Uh, Starscream yeah. tries to overthrow him again. And uh, actually, I apologize. Let me, oh, let me stop you real quick. Oh, I was jumped a, ahead. Okay. Yeah, oh. so uh, what happens when they're on the space cruiser and uh, they suddenly realize that Prime's and Prime is flying with his chest up like Superman. He's not flying oh, oh, like yeah. straight. He's got yeah. his chest up flying. Right, right. Yeah, so yeah, he's definitely a superhero flying. And uh, yeah. so they, they, just, they just unload some artillery and shoot yeah, him out Yeah, open their artillery There was, just, there was just nothing. There was nothing. <laughs> Bam, just, he's just done. Blast him out of the sky. He but, he, but he falls out and he's fine. Yeah, he fell from the stratosphere. He, he rolled, man. He rolled. He rolled down a cliff, and he was he was couldn't transform. He just falls down from from the the sky, from like the edge of and, space. And he's pissed off. He's like, no, and he, I'm, and I'm he's fine. Even, Don't touch and me. He's even matter. He's even matter now. And <laughs> yeah. um, and, but uh, but yeah, but Starscream tried to overthrow Megatron again. Megatron extinction to all traitors, all traitors, like extinction. Like he wants to. Like he's ready to. He's ready to hunt them genocide all traders yet mm-hmm. does he does he kill starscream no. there no well that's when uh so, what, mirage pulls you know goes out of his he breaks his invisibility let's use our dnd terms breaks he'd invisibility been there, he'd been there the whole time he snuck on board time. the ship he'd been there the whole time we planted the seed in episode one when we we're showing off the powers and now it's now here's the payoff it's the fruition it's pavlov's invisibility <laughs> so not uh pavlov. yeah not, no that's that's the wrong thing Schrodinger's? I, I don't I, no, not Schrodinger's. I can't even think of that. Okay. Um, it's yeah. Uh, well, okay. We'll 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 come back to that at some point. Whatever you figure it out. All right, all <laughs> so, right. yeah. He uh, apparently they can only detect an intruder on board when he's visible for everyone to see in the middle of the ship. That's how it goes. Intruder alert! Autobot intruder. So you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they can find him before. Yeah. Um, Mirage yeah. goes and shoots a random uh, console and. Uh, chaos ensues and Soundwave says the ship's going down they start losing altitude 
And uh, Mirage, the best thing ever, he's like, see on the ground. He opens the yeah, door he, and he, jumps he just, out. He just, he just dives out. Yeah, he's he's he's, he's monkey wrenched the whole plan, and now he's uh, he's just gonna fall. He's fine. Yeah. But uh, I, I was gonna say though that um, him being hidden in there like that, and you know, being invisible and popping out and uh, out of nowhere, and mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and wrecking the whole place. Um, I, I love that trope to death. Um, it, it reminds me a lot of um, like eighties uh, X Men comics when there'd be like a big brawl going on, and after a while, you're like, you haven't seen Wolverine in a while. And then, like, but like, like the main like Magneto's escaping, and then like there's a panel where they're all the X Men are beat up, and then like like oh we got all these guys, but like but Magneto got away, and then like there's a panel where like Wolverine comes in and his mask is ripped off, and he's just like he just throws, he's like oh here I caught him for you, and <laughs> it, it, it reminded me a lot of that, and I thought that was uh, yeah, it was, it was one of those uh, things where all hope's lost, and all of a sudden the the uh, the full on you know plot twist comes out at the end. Shoots a panel. They all shoot each other. He jumps out of the ship. Come rides this. Well, I don't know where he's kept it. It's like this metallic hard glider down. It was like a, a parachute or something like yeah, that. It like, like, yeah, it was like, 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 a, like a like a metal parachute. And uh, oh, by the way, um, yeah. it's it's Chekhov's gun is what I'm is what I was referring to there from the oh. playwright Anton Chekhov. Where okay, it's the, it's the principle that there if you if you introduce a gun in the first act, then it needs to be used in the third. Oh act. God, it's, it's been forever since I thought about so. that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, so I, Chekhov's invisibility will. Uh, perfect. That's uh, amazing, that man. Good. good not call. Mr. Not Mr. Chekhov either. <laughs> not Leon. Uh, no, Chekhov. No, no, okay. Not, yeah. Um, Appreciate that. No, that's yeah, that's fantastic yeah. though. Uh, so yeah, they're uh, they go down. The the flies past them, crashes into the ocean. And the, and, the Autobots cheer. They are <laughs> like it's like a parade. Yeah. They're so they're so happy. They're so pleased with themselves. They made this happen. And, uh, you know, Raj, you know, often says to him, like, you could have waited for us, you know? He's like, well, Prime, sorry. I just saw the opportunity. He, he basically, like, that whole thing, like, he wanted to go back to Cybertron so badly. Like, mm-hmm. ah, now nah, I'll, I'll take these guys down. We'll get back eventually. Oh, that's, you know, that's, I, you know, I didn't put that together because I thought it was weird that he was, like, the hero there. But I, I, I somehow my brain didn't connect that he was the one that really wanted to go back to Cybertron. Because, like, in theory, like, they, they could have dropped some hints, but it could have been a thing where he was like, I don't care about this this war. I, I Like, I just kind of want to go back to Cybertron. Yeah, he just uh, wanted to get out of there. And remember that whole trope because it actually comes back in a later episode. Some, you know, they, 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 you know, oh, some people don't exactly trust him. So, you know, we'll, oh, okay. we'll go into that. So, yeah, they... They all cheer, and the next scene we have Spike writing in his journal that they're uh, all the the uh, Earth's governments have decided to help the Autobots because they have saved the planet they, from the Septicons. They give them enough energy to run Cybertron. This entire battle was for nothing. They completely invalid. Yep. <laughs> the whole plot is invalid. Yep. Nothing matters. But you know what? Um, it brought all the Earth's governments together, and we who who can do that? Who can say that? North uh, Korea says, "You know what? I'll give you a little sure." Russia's like, "Ah, eh, you know what?" Yeah, here's all oil. Everyone chipped in. Every, yeah, every, everyone. Like, yeah. Why, why couldn't they have just done this from the very beginning and uh, avoided this entire thing? And like, you guys go back to your own planet and go fight it right there. I don't <laughs> care. You can take some oil, whatever. Yeah. So, but but apparently, Spark Plug and Spike are going to go to Cybertron. Oh yeah, why man. Would, why would they go to Cybertron? D- d- does Spark Plug not have a wife? Apparently what? not. Spike is a school aged child. They don't have an education system on. Do they? They have Maybe, maybe he's Cybertron? homeschooled. I don't know. 
Maybe he's homeschooled. Maybe. Uh, yeah. So we also have Journeyman going to probably learn a new trade on a different planet. Apparently, he's going. To, he do, does the uh, the mines of Burma. He works on oil platforms. He mm-hmm. does everything. He probably sews because he, he made he a lot of ta- He was a tailor. Yeah. Yeah. He was a, yeah, he was so a macro why, tailor. Yeah. <laughs> why not learn a new trade on a different planet? He can say, "Yeah, I've been there too." So uh, yeah, the, everyone shows up there, giving all the supplies, and you know they're so happy that they sure are glad they don't have to worry about the Decepticons anymore. But what do we see at the end? Oh, here's the here's the uh, a real, Cliff a real kind of sh- yeah, real kind of, but it's real kind of shoehorned. And it was just like a they go to the to the ship in yeah. the ocean, and then like a hatch opens and Megatron comes out. Which and like no, like nobody checked to see if the thing actually blew up. <laughs> it just it just fell in the water. Like he's got like, apparently water isn't a huge deal because they've been they spent a big chunk of the time in the water. They fall fall they've all fallen in the water. Um, I'll tell you the best part about it is the ship. Is sitting on the shelf under the water perfectly, like undamaged. Just like totally landed intact. there. Totally it intact. stopped There's right there. Like nothing wrong with it. We're, like, we're gonna land here, guys. He was turning around and fly out of there. Yeah. No. <laughs> so yeah, and, and, but right after that, bizarrely, right after that, it, it cuts to Transformers. will be right back, and then it comes back, and it's just the closing credits. Yeah, which it was, once again it was weird, really rushed, and I, I was like. The first, the first episode and this episode are probably had the most going on. The middle episode, there seemed like a lot of stuff in it, a lot of filler. Actually, I've, I've, I found my old one of my old books. It's an unofficial guide to the Transformers episodes called Prime Targets by Mad Norwegian Press. They, were, they said oh, the same yeah. thing. Like, there's like, you know, the second episode is kind of silly, a lot of that, a lot, a lot going on. Then the first and third episodes book into the thing really nicely. But yeah, I mean, you, um, they had that, that what if thing at the end because if this uh, miniseries took off, people liked it, more episodes are going to come. Right, and if not, then yeah, you, you get the, you get the back door there. Yeah. It was just kind of it was just it ended just like so abruptly and so and so weird. It was uh, just a bizarre episode in general. Um, it was like you know they, they tried to give it uh, this resolution, um, mm-hmm. but it, it it sort of like kind of fell flat. But for the reason that you were saying though, because mm-hmm. it, you know that they I feel like they they crammed like a lot into the last like three or four minutes of the show, um, and uh, you know then Spike comes out of nowhere and just gives you the whole like. The, the whole like you know wraps it up the the denouement as it as it were um, yeah. but he, but beyond that he said three words the entire episode despite the fact that he was like the focalizer of the mm-hmm. uh, of this of the series so it, it was it was just it was it was bizarre um yeah i don't know what do you this is one of those uh this this original miniseries this three-part miniseries was um something I think I've watched and had in the background there a lot of times. So going back at it and looking at it, it has a very it has very much the feel of, you know, the Revenge of Cobra. There's a lot of things, there's a lot of moving parts. The ending is okay, yeah. So we have now we're giving you the option to have a full series. A lot happened, but a lot didn't really happen. They kind of go back and forth, you know, they, they crash in here trying to get energy to go back. And at the end of the episode, they're both you assume the Autobots are gonna leave now. But yeah, you, know, you have to assume in the in the downtime the Decepticons showed up and they said, "Well, we can't leave now." Right, which is weird because you don't actually see them leave; they just talk about yeah. leaving, and they're they're yeah. like gassing up the 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 the, the arc that's been which, crashed for four million years. That's, which I is guess still crank it up. It's still embedded in the mountain. Still in the mountain. Yeah, it's still they, they, in the mountain. They, 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 they it's still there. They, blow, they, they haven't done anything else with it. So, right. um, so uh, yeah, yeah, it was yeah, it was just it was a real bizarre end, and it was like mm-hmm. it, it was just like a, kind of a weird wrap up. Um, that said, um, uh, I, I as a kid, my kid rating for this, um, mm-hmm. there's a lot of cool action in it. You know, there's a lot of cool fights. I, I wish there was uh, more 
laser axes and energon <laughs> flails and uh, that kind yeah. of stuff. But um, th- th- you know, th- there's I feel like there's enough going on that held my kid attention. Kid side, uh, I'm gonna go. Uh, I, I mean, I, I I thought it was a good bounce back from the second episode that um, you know that I didn't find terribly great overall outside of the the cool Megatron and Optimus Prime fight. Uh, I give this one three and a half to four. Energon pizzas out of five. <laughs> um, uh, adult me, um, just because of the weird, this weird like resolution, this weird like oh oh, and then, and then this happened and then we're good. Because of that, I probably I, I give it two spike notebooks out of five. Is, is how I feel about it. it it's uh, like I said, the, the kid part of me thinks it's it's great. Uh, you know, the, the the adult part, I'm just. Um, Look at it from that point of view, which, it, like, as I've said before, you know, I, I, I try to look at it from both because it's not fair to solely judge, you know, a, a kid's cartoon with adult eyes. Like, the adult side, I'm just like, ah, like, it's, uh, it, was, it was it was fun, but not, like, earth shattering. Not like that. That first one just was, uh, was just such a good... Mm-hmm. lead off and and uh and, and you know built and built and then you know the end was just kind of like ah kind of came out yeah a lot happened the first but, episode um, yeah uh but yeah how about you how about you how, how, what are your uh are i your... will tell you i enjoyed this a lot more than the second episode i like the callbacks they set up a lot of things in the first episode maybe like a little bit in the second episode for this and a lot of things from this carry on later on so i i had kind of a biased opinion because i know things that are gonna happen later on i already know what i would consider like some of the best episodes of the series. So knowing that, I mean, there's a lot of cool stuff in here they put, and I really like seeing a pissed off Optimus Prime. Um, <laughs> I will, I will give this episode um, four caged ravages out of five. Got this little guy here. You Ravage. have a ca- You own a caged ravage. Dude, look at that. He's you're worse. Than the, you're worse than the Autobots. Oh, uh, yeah. I, honestly, Not- this is. <laughs> For that, that, that's, that's actually that's very cool i was very surprised you had that i'm about to say like this perfect <laughs> that's amazing i uh, uh I, I love i love that yeah i mean this uh, little three-parter it was uh it was great honestly reintroduction of the show and i like a lot of the characters that because it's a it's a toy line that they're gonna get written out of the show you're gonna see less of them so seeing a lot of the characters i like seeing in this was really neat uh, a lot of the gonzo plot points like the freaking hologram uh rocket base with them in lab coats I love it because it's so, I don't know. It screams. This is an eighties cartoon that I loved. Um, so that goes in the nostalgia part of it, but I like, you know, the whole, there are a lot of tropes, but the tropes I like, like Mirage showing him up in the ship, then taking off at the end of it. All that was cool. So I, I'm definitely going to give him four to five. This is not perfect, but it has a lot of fun to watch. A lot, I, I had a lot more fun watching this than last week. Yeah, I know. I definitely, I definitely did as well. It was just uh, my, uh, my my low adult rating is more just like like a, like a, like a, from a critical storytelling point oh, of yeah. view. Um, but like, yeah, it, it was That's it was completely fun. Fair. It was fun and um, lots of, lots of, lots of cool silly robot fights and um, and uh, it, 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 it got me thinking about uh, yeah, transformer kung fu basically and uh, and I, I like I like that kind of stuff and um, uh, yeah, I, I just uh, yeah, but uh, no, it was good. Um, okay, and I, I got to uh, and. I'm ready to get into the. I'm ready to get into the next season. I'm ready to get into the, into the full series at this point. Yeah. So, um, um, so a couple um a couple of the martial arts I can think of off the top of the head. Metallicado. Metallicado. And, and was that crystal locution? It's in the comics. These comics were so okay. they were ridiculous, and some were just fun. That's okay. a whole different. That's a whole different story, though. Uh, yeah, I and mean, I enjoyed this, and I I looked ahead a little bit for this uh, the episodes coming up. Um, some are 
bad, bad, typical, you know, cartoon tropes. And some are <laughs> really good stories, cohesive. And um, I'm really looking forward to uh, some of the ones coming up here. So we get into season two. There's going to be a lot of like, what the heck is this kind of episodes? So season one is more tight for that reason. So I'm, I'm, I'm appreciating, appreciating that more. So, man. So, um, so, okay. So, so to clarify though, this was the mini series and we're moving into season one. Now. Yeah. Is that, is yeah. This right? is okay, all part okay. of season one. Yeah. There's okay, season one. So this, like, this is the, this is the intro of season one, I guess. Yeah. Is, is that like, how that works? Okay. Yeah. It's okay. a shorter season. Then season two is huge. And season three is, you know, it's own thing. Uh, that's a whole different uh, thing that we'd have to go into the Transformers, the movie. That'd be a fun one too. So, uh, oh, well, we'll oh, go we're ahead. gonna we're gonna do that because uh, I have never seen Transformers the movie, and uh, I am uh, I'm very I'm very excited to, to watch Transformers the movie at some point. So, uh, yeah, so uh, so yeah, I can't so wait that, for that. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> that that being that, let's uh, I guess let's wrap it up. Um, you, if you want to communicate with us, uh, Ed hates Transformers at gmail.com. You can look for uh, more than meets these guys on Facebook. Um, those Twitter too, best, and, tw- and Twitter. What is MT- the Twitter? MTM uh, more MTM MTG MTG pod. So, okay, at, pod. At, yeah. So uh, uh, on Twitter, um, we uh, outside of that. Um, yeah, there's yeah, uh, more than it. meets these guys at gmail.com Also. Oh, great. Um, oh, we have to. Oh, we have two now. Very good. All right. Well, um, I, you know, I didn't know you did that. So. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, plan a little better next time. So. Yeah. No. Uh, that said, uh, I'll take us out with a quote. Like us. There's more to them than meets the eye. See you next time. Later. Hey, everyone. Just a quick note at the end of the show. I will be putting how to contact us in the show notes. So whatever platform you use to listen to the show, check in the notes on the show. If you'd like to contact us, please do so. We would love to hear from you. And we will see you next week. Bye.